Welcome to Michigan in Focus. I'm Scott McClellan, a reporter for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's managing editor, Tom Ganter. So since 1967, the Freedom of Information Act has been a key weapon for journalists to expose what government agencies can't or won't disclose to the public. But what I hear, Tom, is that it's not that easy. You can't just request records and get them necessarily. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I've been doing FOIA for 12 years, uh, 13 years now, actually. There's a lot of different elements to Freedom of Information Act that apply to Michigan and overall. Uh, start with uh, the, it begins with what is the belief in transparency and cooperation of the government entity? I find there's a lot of government entities that believe in transparency and act in accordingly. So if you put a, in, in Michigan, if you put a Freedom of Information Act in, the organization, the government entity has five days to respond, and then it has 10 extra days, business days, to extend it, okay? And then they have to make a good faith effort to get you the information. Now, the law, in my experience, the law in Michigan uh, is very problematic because, first of all, they don't have to give you the information in any specific timeline. Okay, it can take six months. It can take eight months. And I, I've had instances where I've waited, uh, you know, over a year for the information. And there's no law that says in the FOIA law it does not say they have to give it over a certain amount of time. They have to respond in five days and then ask for a request. We get ten more business days. They don't have to give you the information, even if you paid for it. Okay. Wow. So you can pay for the request, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll get the documents within a specific amount of time. Is that right? Yes. That's happened to me several times. Okay. And, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's a lot of obstacles in the FOIA law that um, I find very problematic. And one of them is the story that you talked about is the fee, 16537 That's a big middle finger to people who are searching for information. Most government entities, though, will work with you. So there's a couple of things going on here. Okay, The first is, if you ask for a lot of information or you ask for things and the question isn't tailored in the most precise manner, you can often end up with very large FOIA fees. I got one, a school district that, you know, sometimes it's over a half a million dollars. That's because a couple of reasons, okay? Uh, the first reason is they didn't tailor their request in a very specific format. So what what ended up happening was they said we want all FOIAs on this on on any uh, word that says critical race theory. And so anytime there was a word critical race and theory in a school district with twenty thousand people, you know you got you ended up getting this enormous response. And they said, guess what? It's going to cost you four hundred thousand dollars if you want this back. So obviously that's not going to happen, okay? But what's gone on now in Michigan is to, is the amount of money they can charge you for their effort. And what the Michigan law now says is that you not only can you charge them an hourly rate for the employee doing it, and it has to be someone who's at the lowest end of the thing, but in government sector, it doesn't really make a difference, you know what I mean? So it's going to be a fairly high fee. Uh, and the second thing is they now can add on 50% of fringe benefit costs. So health insurance and all that other stuff that goes into it. So that adds to the cost. Now, here's the other thing that's kind of interesting now that's been thrown into the FOIA. And that is, what are the entities allowed to redact? So a simple request that you can put in, if the if the government entity wants doesn't want to be transparent, they can say, well, we have to run all requests through an attorney. And now we can charge the attorney's cost to go through and see what needs to be redacted. Something as simple as gross salaries. 
and we get to, we have to, he had to review it to make sure there's nothing to be redacted. Therefore, we can take on that charge and half of his fringe benefit costs. And so you get into the aspect of your paying for you know what's allowed in the FOIA and what's and what what has to be redacted, and that's what gets to be you know expensive. And this is so, all for for documents that are public record. Is that right? Right. We're all talking public record, but, you know, it does take them time. So what I found is almost on a case to case basis, you have to judge the school district. There are some uh, there's a lot of municipalities in Michigan that I've worked with that are very good. They get you the information. They don't charge you anything. And then you get what happened to me with the Michigan Attorney General's office. And that is, uh, I, you know, a lot of government, it's salaries are, are the biggest requested thing. And a lot of government um, agencies now are posting that stuff online. City of Los Angeles posted salaries online. San Antonio does that. City of Boston does that. Uh, state of Utah does that. Uh, state of Washington posts salaries online. So you don't even have to put a FOIA request in. It's such a popular request. They said, here, it's right here. You can go on this website and download it. And we do that. I put in salary requests, gross salaries for Michigan Attorney General Office. And they came back with a, a, a bill for $117. That's not an outrageous fee. That's probably what it really truly costs them to get it. But my point to them was that uh, if you really want to be transparent, and, and Attorney General Dana Nessel has made that part of her, her uh, platform when she ran, that she wants to be transparent then there shouldn't be a fee at all because this is information that uh, we, personally I put in hundreds of requests for just in the last year that we got the information at no cost. Here's why. Okay. It, I was an Amber News reporter and this, we're going back to 2008, 15 years ago. The CFO at that time was a, was a, a person called Tom Crawford. And I put a FOIA in for uh, their salaries. We did it every year. And he pulled me back to his desk and I sat at his computer. And he called me up on his computer and he showed me the program, the computer program. They had all their financial information. It took him less than 30 seconds to get the information I needed in the manner I wanted it. He was able to hit a button, sort it, blah, blah, blah. How do you want it? Do you want W-2s, blah, blah, blah. And it it was all done in a matter of minutes. Okay, that was 2008. I'd have to believe in 2023, it's gotten easier to get that information. And, and, and. You know, the Michigan Attorney General's office, to their benefit, gave me the, the, the financial information I wanted for free. They did not charge me. But one of the responses they gave to me was that we have 500 employees. It takes time to, to it takes time to, you know, get that information. And my response to them was, is it not on a computer program? You know, it's like it, it doesn't really matter when I, when I get a when if you go to the city of New York website, they have a salaries of all their employees. It's such a big file. That, that you have to break it down by, you, you can't just get the last five years. You got to get it each year because it's a, it'll break ex- Excel. But they put a post it all online and they don't charge you. But you know, they have like 40,000 employees. It doesn't take long to export a program of salary information, whether it's 500 or 40,000. It's just a matter of, of minutes most. So the idea that, you know, that the number of people is a reason for an increased cost didn't really uh, make much sense to me. But um, so when you look at all these things that are going on, if you do FOIA, you have to do a couple things. One, you have to make sure that you're not asking for um, a lot of information possibly. So you just say, I want all documents, all emails from all employees. And it's just like, then you're asking for a $400,000 bill. 
what I do is I say, I'm looking for these documents, these emails from these two people. <laughs> and do you give a time frame as well? Yeah, yeah. And I find if you go if 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 you go more than a month, you're looking for trouble. So if so if you just say, you know, what I try and find out is okay, this person was fired, we want to know what went on. You know, the first I wanna know when this person, you know, the new first news story, and I go a month before that, and then go from there. I, I wanna tell you a story about I did on the FBI in terms of what I was trying to do and getting information from the FBI. Now it's not Michigan related, but it is talks about government that wants to be transparent and what it, and those that don't do not. I've never seen in my life an organization as that was more hostile to the spirit of FOIA than the FBI. So I put in a request uh, to for one person, what, and and this was response to Donald Trump's home being raided in in Florida. And uh, so I I put in what I said was I wanted the FBI director's emails that contained the word Trump uh, over a four-month period. And I chose a four-month period because I, I, I knew when his house was raided and I wanted the four months before then to see if, you know, how much the planning was for that. Their response was that to get me the information would take them six and a half years. And if I wanted to, I could lower the, uh, or be more precise in the time period and just go for like two weeks, in which case, they could get me the information in 77 months. Oh, wow. The quickest I could have gotten, it was 35 months. If I, the most was 77 months. So the the time frame there was like, hey, if you, we'll work with you and we'll get you this information in 35 months. At that That's, point, you know, is it still a story? You know, does anyone care? This guy's three years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait three years for uh, this information. Listeners can keep up with the story and more at thecentersquare.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.